thrilled or relieved? Head coach of the Raging Cajuns, Bob Marlin, coming up on Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. We are thrilled to have the head coach of the Louisiana Raging Cajuns basketball team, Bob Marlin, joining us. He will do so momentarily. He is either thrilled or relieved, or maybe both. Uh, he talks about playing South Alabama for the third time uh, this season and twice in about 10 days. And then also, what about that Sunbelt Conference tournament format? Uh, obviously, it is tough to please everybody uh, and we obviously talk about the NCAA tournament and uh, getting ready to go dancing it is the head coach of the Louisiana Raging Cajuns basketball team Bob Marlin welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt your team every day I'm your host Dave Schultz thrilled to have the head coach of the Sunbelt Conference tournament champion the Louisiana Raging Cajuns it's head coach Bob Marlin second time they have won this he's going back to the NCAA tournament with the uh, with the Raging Cajuns had a uh, Impressive victory over South Alabama in what was a classic uh, ball game. Coach, is there more? Um, are you more thrilled with it, or are you more relieved with the victory? We were thrilled and relieved, Dave. At, right. at, at, the, at the end of it, we were we were excited because it's been a long journey. We were picked to win the league. We felt like we had one of the best teams, and we were able to prove it in Pensacola. So what happened in that? Because you had that 10-game winning streak, and then you stubbed your toe a little bit, uh, Southern Miss and Troy, and then you, you lost three out of four. Yeah, well, we, we won 10 in a row. We started 0-2. Uh, we, we, the Coastal game totally, uh, we felt like it was taken from us, to be honest. We lost about one, then we go to ODU, lose about four. And we come home, we beat Southern Miss and Georgia State, and it starts off a, a 10-game winning streak. We also started with six of eight games on the road uh, in conference play and only James Madison and I got that honor. But once we got through it undefeated, I was, I was excited. Uh, But no, the 10th win was against Marshall at home. And then we went to Southern Miss. They had built that game up all year, had a great crowd. Uh, You know, we go in as an underdog and, and they beat us. We're up in the second half. Then we go to Troy and South Alabama had just lost to them. That's one of their South Alabama's only three losses in the last, what, 14 games. Right. Two to to us and one to them. So Troy was playing with a lot of confidence, and Zay Williams played great. Uh, Nelson Phillips played great, and they beat us. And uh, they finished, what, fifth in the league, Southern Misses first. And then we we come home and beat Monroe, play well, go to JMU. and good. They're good. They're fourth in the league. We don't play great, and we had the lead with seven minutes to go, and with five to go, Jordan Brown was fouled out of the game, and uh, we wound up losing that game. So the way I look at it, Dave, the the last three road games we had were probably the toughest road games we had all year. Uh, all right, so let's back it up because we we talked about it in October at the, at the Sunbelt Media Days, and you admitted the reason that – uh, the Cajuns were picked is because basically every other team was new and you guys had the most guys back. So what was it easier to deal with that 
Whereas I think like a Richie Riley, even he, I think he took like a couple months to figure out what he had. You knew what you had. Uh, how did you deal with that from the beginning of the season? And knowing that you're building to one weekend of the year. Yeah, we knew we had a good team for sure in the summer. And, and once Jordan returned, you know, he put his name in the draft and then came back. We felt like if we could stay healthy, and, and we did pretty much until the championship game. Uh, right. You know, Greg, Greg Williams had to sit the second half and just couldn't go. But we uh, felt like we could get back to the, that stage. And that's why it was kind of a thrill and a relief, Dave, because it's so hard to do that. And we lost the conference by one game. Uh, if, if Texas State would have beaten Southern Miss, we would have got the one seat in the tiebreaker. But I like the way it all played out. Can we? I'm sure that you do. Can we have a little <laughs> Texas State conversation they are so annoyingly good, right? Mason Harrell's all a 5'9", and yet really good. He can actually make a jump shot, uh, and they don't go away. They don't go away. It doesn't matter who you are. You're up by 10 or 12, and then you blink, and like you did in the semifinals, it's a two-point game. I mean, they are. They're well-coached. I guess they were banged up. Mason Harrell was out for a little bit, but they are, they are an annoyingly good basketball team. And you know what's crazy, Dave? They started the year off. They lost a couple games at home and then they go in conference play and uh, they went three straight. I think they'd be Arkansas State, JMU, and South on the road, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they yeah, they beat them. Yeah. So yep. they, and that shows you're a good team. And then I think they were maybe two and seven at home in conference. They really struggled at home, but on the road they're good and they've done a good job. Mason Harrell's a pesky player. The first time we played them he missed the game because he got hurt against Marshall the game before. Right. And, and at our place was one of his, maybe his second game back, and he wasn't quite the same. Uh, and then the, the first half of the game the other night, we held him to, to zero points. And I told right. the guys at halftime, he's coming this second half, so right. you better bear down. And uh, he throws in a 28-foot hook shot or something. I thought yeah. it was fast. But, I think uh, it was. I think Martin Martin was rolling to the hoop, but <laughs> he made it. But uh, got him going, you know, and uh, he, he's a good little player for sure. And you have to beat them, Dave. I think that's the compliment you just paid them. They do not yeah. go away. you yeah. you got to put them away. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. I guess Marshall found out that the hard way. We're talking to Bob Marlin, head coach of the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Uh, it is locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. All right, so let's back it up even further. You were in the same spot as you were uh, this year, as you were last year. But, boy, you were dealing with something personal. You brought it up in the postgame show. Um, my father passed away a couple of years ago, but I happened to be able to take a week off, which was perfect. You're in the middle of trying to get your eight-seeded Raging Cajuns to – you know, win the Sunbelt Conference Championship. You're going on a run. You're in the finals, and your mom is sick, and you're able to go back and forth. How did you deal with that personally and professionally? Well, it was a, a blow for sure. I just talked to her the week uh, the weekend, and she sounded good, um, but she was doing fine. And then on Wednesday, we got down in practice, and I talked to her, and her voice was real weak, Dave. So. Mm. Uh, I didn't, I didn't like that. And then the next day the hospice people called and said that she's not doing well. So we played, uh, Arlington had a day off and they called me and said, she's 
really struggling. So on Friday night, so Jenny and I decided to uh, play the game, coach the game against Texas State, which they were the one and we were the eight. Mm. Guys played great. Jordan had a big game. We beat them. We run back to the hotel at 3.30 and jump in the car. Luckily, we had our car there, and we drove to the six hours to Mississippi, and uh, and we were, we were there in Tupelo. We got there about 9.30, and, and uh, she passed at 3.45 a.m., so we hopped in the car at 7.30 and, and drove back and coached against Troy in the semifinals. So it was an emotional weekend. Uh, it was my birthday as well, uh, but never easy, right? It doesn't matter right. if you lose a parent. It's never easy. And in some ways, I think that the basketball uh, and our players got me through it. Right. I, I, I could feel her strength and – Somebody said the other day she swatted that last Owen White shot out. So. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, maybe maybe blew it. I don't know if it's about swatted, but maybe blew it a half an inch off. You didn't leave Mike Murphy in charge of the team, did you? No. No, not at all. <laughs> We're talking to head coach Bob Marlin, Louisiana Raging Cajun. Probably rather talk about the St. Louis Cardinals in spring training uh, than his own team going uh, uh, to the dance. How good uh, is Jordan uh, is Jordan Brown because he had one of the all-time great ball games that I saw in the Sun Belt this year uh, against Marshall, twenty-six and twenty. And then the game day, you were in Lafayette for the game. Did miss, yeah. And he, he goes thirteen to fifteen versus defensive right. player of the year, who's a heck of a player. Right. So he, he's a talent. Uh, I think he's one of the best low post scores in the country. And uh, when we play a week from Thursday or a week from Friday, then I'll feel good about whoever he's matched up with because they'll, they'll have to do some things to, to game plan for him. Well, it'll be interesting because there's not a lot of teams in the country that have a, a post player like a Jordan Brown. Let's talk about, you mentioned Greg Williams. Uh, what's his prognosis? Because he really, during that 10-game winning streak, he was really the Robin to Jordan Brown's Batman. He was in five straight games, the, the kid from LCA, uh, he had uh, he had 20 points in five straight ball games. What was that like seeing Greg Williams come of age? Well, it was fantastic. And after we beat Georgia State at home, we went to Monroe and played those guys. And Greg played fantastic. Had a top ten Sports Center dunk. And uh, we we left there and went to Mobile to play South. And Greg had a great game at Mobile. And he just continued to play like that, Dave, all the way through. And, you know, very deserving of second team all-conference. Uh, great young man and a really good basketball player. All right, let's take a time out. We'll talk to Bob Marlin about playing South Alabama for the third time this season in the Sun Belt Championship game and twice in 10 days. But first, let me tell you a little bit about FanDuel. It's the midway point of the NBA season, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel. America's number one sports book because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets back when you go to FanDuel.com 
slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of uh, the NBA. All right, Dave Schultz back on Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's get back to our discussion with Bob Marlin. How do you game plan to play South Alabama for the third time this season and second time in 10 days? So, all right, so now let's go to the South. You played them three times this year. You played them the week before, as you mentioned, in Lafayette. Uh, and now you're going to play them about 10 days later in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. Uh, the first game was close. Right, you're playing without Kevin Samuel. Marshall Caring had a ridiculous ball game, like fifteen and nine off of the bench. Uh, you guys held off. It was a game that you know South Alabama could have won, uh, not necessarily should have won, but could have won. Then you had a, a you know relatively good ten point lead. You changed up your defense. You extended the defense a little bit, preventing them from shooting threes. Something that I know you like to do, and actually a pretty good job on Isaiah Moore putting Joe Charles on him. Uh, what was your game plan going in? Because it was very clear what uh, South Alabama's game plan was going to be. Jordan Brown is not going to beat us and, you know, make somebody else did and somebody else did. And his name was Themis Folks. But we'll get to him in a second. What was your game plan going in playing South Alabama for the third time? Well, we knew that we'd beat them twice. Uh, and But we had a lot of respect for them. The first time we played them, they weren't whole. Uh, they, they weren't connected as they were. And they continued to grind and they got it going and had a great second half of the conference season. Uh, when we played them at home, it was a big game for us, obviously, because we were trying to still get first in the league. And also we we're trying to go undefeated at the Cajun Dome. And you're playing a really hot opponent that at that time, I want to say had won eight of nine. I can't remember exactly. That's right. But That's exactly they, it. Yep. They, they, they were red hot. They were shooting the ball well. Owen White was shooting the ball well. Uh, uh, Judah Brown was shooting the ball well. And, of course, Moore and Samuel were playing and, and Turbo. I mean, they, they had a good first six, seven guys. And then we get to the tournament, uh, and Parham starts playing good, too. So right. he, had, he didn't really do much against us the first two games. But we knew he was a problem uh, in the championship game. But we felt like that we could beat them. I, I know what it's like to play four games in that tournament. Right. And consecutive, you know, and it's, it's tough. And uh, I thought South got a little bit tired in the second half. And I thought our defense was good. Our game plan was to take away the three, as you said, Dave. And, and Isaiah Moore, you said Joe Charles did a good job on him in Mobile, but, and, and maybe in Lafayette, but, he was a handful over there. We put different guys on him. I, there were a couple of phantom fouls I didn't see, but he's a heck of a player and, and can really get to the basket. But at the end of the day, two's not as bad as three. Uh, right. Well, I mean, it is amazing because, you know, the, the Cajuns, it's watching both teams, the Cajuns and the Jaguars, they have the same kind of point guard, uh, although I think Themis Folks may be a little bit more straight line to the hoop than Isaiah Moore, who's kind of backing you down. But neither one of them shoots threes. And when you know it, Themis Folks comes up huge, makes 11 threes all season long. He's a total of like two for 13 from the floor in the Sunbelt Conference Championship game or in the, in the tournament. And he comes up with a season high, 23 points and three of six. Again, South Alabama said, you know, Jordan Brown's not going to beat us. But in this case, Themis Folks did. T t tell us about Themis because he had a, a well of a ball game in a big, big spot. He, he literally outside of free throws, but he was really the difference in the ballgame on why, you know, the Cajuns won the game. 
we stepped up in a big way. And you're talking about Isaiah Moore, similar from shooting from three. He jumps up and makes one. Ready to do. Yes, right. Our, He's uh, one two. That's right. Our coaches are scratching their head, you know, but that's what we wanted. And then uh, Themis jumps up and makes three. And the first one was big because it was early in the game and right. we were having trouble scoring. We took in a couple of ill-advised shots uh, and South came out hot. So right. we, we trailed, you know, the entire first half pretty much. And uh, Themis's three shots were big. And I think if I remember right, I don't know the stats are from you. I think South only made three threes in the game. And, three for uh, 10. That's right. And, right. and Themis Fultz makes three by himself. And That's right. He had, he had done that against Monroe at home. He made a couple threes in that game uh, when they backed off of him. So really proud of him, and more so than the threes, too, Dave. He got to the cup and made a couple of tough layups, just like the reverse he made in Mobile to help clinch that win. Yeah, he really did. Let's take one more time out. We'll be back to talk to Coach Marlin about the Sunbelt Conference Tournament format. But first, again, special thanks to everyone who's been tuning in. We've increased the subscribers. I know it's not a whole lot, but we've gone up about 50% in a month. So I do sincerely appreciate it. It seems to grow exponentially. So thank you very much. Please subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe wherever you get your audio podcast from. We're all over the place. Not difficult to find just. Uh, search locked on Sunbelt. Uh, we do appreciate it and we continue to uh, provide good content and more spring football is coming up. That is for sure. South Alabama spring football is coming up beginning next Friday. Hopefully we can get the head coach of the, you know, the local football team to come on uh, and join the show. Uh, but let's get back to college basketball. Bob Marlin, Louisiana Raging Cajuns head basketball coach talking about the format of the Sunbelt Conference Tournament in Pensacola. We're talking to head coach Bob Marlin, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, uh, Dave Schultz. All right, uh, I'll ask you, what do you think of the format? I, you know, because you've been in the Sunbelt a little bit longer than I've been uh, covering it. I, I'm not sure the Sunbelt has had the same tournament format three years in a row. It seems to always be changing. And, you know, this year it changed because uh, more teams in the conference, which I thought was great. But you did have a couple of off days in there. Uh, obviously a top four seed that makes it all the way to the championship game is only going to play three ball games. And, and you're right. South admitted they got a little bit tired, but again, wouldn't go away. Um, but you know, you got these games that, you know, Texas state is playing and then they get an off day and then South Alabama is playing and then they get an off day. What do you think about the, the format, uh, at, at, for the Sunbelt conference tournament? Cause it is interesting on how that all works out. Well, adding the, the four teams and losing two or adding two additional teams, I should say makes it for a challenging bracket with uneven teams to, uh, you know, if we had 16, it'd be a little bit easier. But the way we did the play-in game, I think it's fair, Dave. Our, our league's really good this year. I think maybe the best it's been in 10 years. And it, it was a, a challenge to get through it. And it, if you, you should be rewarded if you if you finish, you know, in, in the upper half. and. Right. Certainly the top four with a double buy, but I don't know what else you can do with it, especially playing the women's tournament at the same time. Right. There's just not enough time and space. And I think the Sun Belt did a great job. Uh, Pensacola did a great job. I, I think the tournament was well received. I think the title game, as you said, was a, a really good basketball game and entertaining game probably for, for the national audience. So felt like uh, the tournament's, 
kind of where it needs to be. Now, some coaches will say, well, you, you know, you got a week off. And, uh, you know, I heard Jay's press conference and right. he, he talked about loss of rhythm or whatever, but he, he referred back to when he was in high school in Mississippi coaching there. But you, you always, I mean, what do you want? Do you want to play in a playing game or do you want some time off and have less traffic? You, you have to go with the time off. And if you think about it, Dave, between the conference tournaments all over the country, now ours is early and over really? on Monday, which I, I was a big proponent of that and push for that. But a lot of these teams will be playing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then they're going to turn around and play the next week. They get, they're going to have a week off too. So it's, you can make out of it whatever you want. I do feel there's an advantage for a team that like Texas state that comes in and plays super well, and then they beat old dominion and they got a day off. You know, I, I, I do think that's, uh, an issue when you play a team that has played on the court, which we never can even get on to shoot. Right. Uh, and, and then you haven't played. So uh, I've seen it work both ways, but you know what, Dave, at the end of the day, I always feel like the best team wins. Well, yeah, well, I mean, usually everybody seems to think that. And I think the best team, certainly the most talented team, everybody was asking me what I thought. And I, I just thought the Cajuns were bad. I know a lot of bad matchup, but a really tough matchup for South Alabama. Too much size with Jordan Brown uh, and Terrence Lewis and and Richards when he was in there uh, and and Joe Charles. Just a little bit too much size for South. Whereas I thought, you know, against JMU and, and Southern Miss, I thought, you know, they could uh, they could get those games. Although I do think, you know, thinking back, right, you played, you know, in the quote first round or second round maybe in 2014 and I think that was a benefit because the team you played next hadn't played and you played better although I did I'm not sure if this is on YouTube coach because I remember the play I think it was in the championship game um in 2014 um Alfred have the ball and he fed somebody and the person he fed fell down and because he fell down nobody boxed him up he had an open layup yeah no it's crazy uh and we back then, Dave, you're right. There were two teams, Georgia State and Western Kentucky, the two teams that we played and beat. Right. Uh, they got double buys. So there were right. two teams. They only had to play two games. And we played, I remember like it was yesterday, we pl we were supposed to play at 7.30 on Friday night against UTA. And it's triple game, overtime. The Arkansas State and Little Rock right. game went into like three or four overtimes. Right. And we wound up tipping about – I don't know, 9.30, 9.40, and uh, the game, Alfred was in foul trouble. Uh, we beat a pretty good UTA team, got back to the hotel, had to come back and play Western the next day, and then Georgia State the next day at noon. So it was a whirlwind 72 hours for sure. Was that in Bobway? Who was who was that? In Bobaloo? Bobaloo. Bobaloo, yes. I, I just remember that because, you know, of course, I'm not seeing it at the time. But, it, you know, you see that replay with Sean Long in there and Alfred Payton. And Ababalu is actually on the ground. Someone gets the rebound and feeds him. And uh, you can't blame somebody for doing that because, you know, he's on the ground. How do you box out somebody on the ground? Uh, yeah. All right. So let's wrap it up here with uh, Bob Marlin, head coach of the Louisiana Rage Occasions Lockdown Sunbelt. All right. Speaking of time off, you do have some time off. You will have 10 
or more days off playing on Monday and you won't play until the following Thursday or Friday. How do you handle that? Uh, and any update on Greg Williams? Well, certainly needed some time off and you play three games in three days and then travel and the excitement, um, the energy that we spent there, as we said earlier, it was a, a thrill, but also a relief to get that done. And I, the guys, I was so happy for them, Dave. They were so excited. Uh, and they need some time off. So we got back yesterday afternoon, got into class today and trying to get caught up with our academic work, uh, study hall, mentors, all the tutors, all the different things we do with them from an academic standpoint. And then tomorrow, uh, we took off yesterday and we took off today. So uh, we'll come back on, on Thursday and we have two, two groups that will come in and work and uh, we'll do individual development, player development, watch a little film. We're going to do the same thing Friday, and then we're going to have our first team practice Saturday morning uh, before I go throw out the first pitch uh, nice. at the baseball game uh, that day at two with the team. So uh, Don't bounce it. Don't bounce it. I told you what Rogue told me, right? Now, what did he say? He, he, I, I bounced it up there. And oh. so – I, I, I told Rogue he was actually ejected from the game before, so he had to sit out the game, but he was in the in the uh, Cox building, and I, I went to his office, and I said, I threw a one hopper up here. He goes, that's fine. He goes, the guy did put down one finger, right? It's one hop, two's two hop. <laughs> so, uh, no, but that's what we'll do. We'll go to baseball game, and then Sunday we'll be off, and after church we'll have the selection Sunday. Uh all right. Event. It looks like here we're gonna they're gonna have a little celebration for that, and then the coaches are already at work uh, breaking down film on potential opponents. How would you do that? Who's a potential opponent? I mean, how how do you figure that one out? That you could have sixty three potential opponents. How does that <laughs> you know? Well, it's 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 easier than that, Dave. But it's but th there is probably eight to twelve that you, oh okay you play because thirteen. I don't know where we'll be seated. I have no right. idea. But if we uh, finish uh, and if we get the 14th spot, right? If, if we, I think we could be the last 13 or 13 mm. or first 14. And that's my gut. Uh, when we went back in 2014, we were 14C. We played great and it was a third seed. So the, the, in the other two trips I've been, we were 15s. Uh, when we played, uh, I was at Sam Houston. We played Florida and Tampa, and then we played Baylor and New Orleans. All right. Yeah, I did. I actually saw that. I saw uh, Joel Lenardi, Bracketology, has you as a 14 seed against uh, against Tennessee. Uh, it could be interesting matchups uh, as we will uh, be watching with you on Selection Sunday. He is Bob Marlin. Uh, he is the two-time Sunbelt champion. The uh, Raging Cajuns take down South Alabama on Monday in Pensacola, and the Cajuns are heading back to the NCAA tournament. Congratulations, Coach. Thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate your time, and uh, hope to get hope to talk to you again soon. We'll talk baseball next time. Yeah, let's do it. Sounds great. Thank you, Dave.